Let's get ready to rumble! Senior Nation Jam-packed show today. Peloton of 5%. What's up, Discipline Investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Raznick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Mia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingsley is the CEO of Aperna. The best trade idea resource out there. Yo, what's up, everybody? Happy Thursday, Thursday, Thursday afternoon, at least for, for all of us in Eastern time. But what's up, everybody? How are you doing? Uh, we are having another green, 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 green day. Oh, no, 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 no air horns yet, but we'll get there. Uh, forward up another 7%. I mean, come on now. We'll take that all day. Uh, give you guys a uh, rundown of what is to come. This is the power hour, which means that this is the trade idea resource. That's what we're going for. If we're not delivering on the ideas, call us out. Let us know. That's what we're going for, guys. Uh, on the docket today, uh, in, in our, our continuous promise to bring you guys interesting companies. We're going to be talking to Radcom in just a minute here. Uh, Stocks that are on my list that we've been watching. We'll talk about Ford, Tiger Brokers, Voyager. Uh, I want to talk about that Acorns deal too because we have a thesis on the brokerage stocks. Um, and then after that, we are going to get in back into options, keeping the option theme rolling through the week. So that is the deal there, guys. And I'm going to make the ask, hit the like, share the stream, and of course, drop the tickers you are trading in the chat. But without further ado, I'm going to get us rolling with our first guest. Um, and, and let's get after it. Let's, let's make it a good day today. Hello. Hello. Yo, welcome to the power hour. Thank you. Good afternoon. How are you today? I'm doing well, doing well. It's, you know, we got a nice, beautiful, uh, Thursday here in Detroit, Michigan. Where, where in the world are you coming to us from? I'm from Paramos, New Jersey. We have also seen a, day, a great day a bit yes. on the hot side. Perfect. And 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 I'll, I'll say that whatever weather we get in Detroit, it seems like you get it a day later. So your tomorrow is looking good as well. Great. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, uh, but before we hop into things, um, and, and guys, I'm going to drop the ticker in, in the chat in a, in a second here. But before we hop into things, y'all, could you just give us a quick rundown of the business for those who aren't aware? Yeah, so Radcom is... Uh, a leader in what called automated service assurance for telecom providers. What we do in simple words is uh, we monitor the mobile networks like AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and we are providing a lot of insights to make sure that the network is performing well. What we do is we, we, we are a software company, fully cloud native virtualization software architecture, that is able to tap into the network in different locations and provide in real time insight information about what's going on. And maybe to give some light about what does it mean, let's say, you, you know, we want to now watch a Netflix movie on my iPhone. So in order for this to work, the first thing I need is to make sure I have the 5G connectivity or 4G connectivity. And then I need to make sure that I can browse and get uh, the data throughput in order to download the movie. And when I go into the app and press the play button, 
I want the movie to start immediately with no delays and no buffers or low uh, yeah. quality uh, while I do it. In order for this to happen, there are many components in the network that should work well from the radio side to the back end to the servers. And we are, you know, one subscriber with one phone out of 100 million or more subscribers that are currently trying to do something in the network. So what our software is doing for the operator is like the eyes into the network, make sure that all those services are working well and providing uh, alerts that allow them to solve issues as they occur and make sure all of us, you and me, uh, get good service once we are using the mobile uh, services. Got it. And 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 so so I know that that five G is a big part of the story. Looking forward, uh, in the past, was it the same sort of service provided on four G networks, and now five G is the next evolution of that? Or or tell me what exactly that looks like. So in the like ten years ago, when the four G revolution came, operators build a network in a what I call a traditional legacy way, using appliances and specialized hardware uh, by from the specialized network vendors. What happened today with 5G is that there are two main trends that are uh, happening together. One is the move of networks to being software and software defined over cloud and virtualized platforms, as well as the cellular technology itself that moves to 5G. So operators are now even more puzzled than before of how they are going to make sure that this new network is going to work and they are now building for the first time networks that are fully uh, based on software implementation. This is very new for the telecom providers. Uh, this is a revolution that happened before in the IT world, and most of the IT workloads today are already running on cloud. But if you look on legacy telecom providers like Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they are now changing the way they work. They are moving and becoming more software and software integration companies. And this is where we are coming to help them. Okay. What's interesting is that there are some new greenfield operators uh, like uh, Dish in the US or Rakuten in Japan that are starting and coming with a disruptive model and, start and starting to offer 5G services in a whole new different approach. And uh, our technology is... is designed both for the legacy providers and the new coming disruptors. Okay. And, and I guess let, let, let's stay on the 5G trend. You know, as as we're moving into this 5G world and, and 5G technology is becoming, you know, more and more widespread, uh, I mean, is the expectation that that's a significant revenue driver for Radcom or, or tell me a little bit about that? Yes. So we are, we build in the last five years, we put lots of R&D towards our product offering towards the, the launch of the 5G. We are now in the very early stages, as you see in the chart, the spend on 5G today is in the very early stage. And what's more than that, there is a funnel of 5G investment uh, by operator. We see that the operator are first starting to buy frequencies from the government. We saw this in the US, there was an auction just like six months ago, and uh, operators spent billion of dollars on bands. They, they, need to, they need to start to select their network providers and start to build the network. Uh, this process is progressing very well and it should come to the full extent in the next uh, three years. And all of those telecom operators that are currently uh, providing mostly 4G services will need to do some kind of transformation to their network and will require a solution like ours, which put us in a great uh, momentum 
Uh, we believe we have the right technology to serve those customers as they move to 5G. And the market is going to be there. You know, all of those operators that are like few thousands of operators around the globe that are launching 5G, there are very few that already selected solution to their uh, 5G assurance. One of them is Rakuten in Japan that selected us just November 2020 uh, in, a, in a deal we announced uh, uh, not so long ago. Yeah, and, and, and so, so is that Rakuten deal to the eight, similar to the AT&T deal that, that you guys announced or, or maybe touch on, on each of those a little bit more? Yeah, so AT&T started to work with us already in 2016 and they were one of the first globally that decided to transform uh, their network to be fully virtualized. They actually defined the industry, they made all the ve uh, vendor industry start to invest in R&D towards virtualization and we were there to work with them through this process. Rakuten, as I pointed out, is a greenfield operator. Rakuten is e-commerce company. It's like the Amazon of Japan, and they are providing uh, typically more internet IT services. And in 2019, they decided to build from scratch a new uh, telecom operator that is fully based on software. They were the first to go fully virtualized from the radio side to the core, and they decided to partner us first when they launched the 4G in 2020 and uh, early 2020 and then expand into 5G as they are one of the first in the world to launch the 5G uh, application. What's amazing about Rakuten is that they are now uh, building it in Japan, but because it's all software stack, they are looking to take this software stack and multiply it into additional operations globally by partnering with additional telecom operators around the globe. And by that, this gives us a great opportunity as we are now uh, part of their stack and uh, could be easily replicated, as well as Rakuten is one of the most hottest trends in the telecom industry. They are like the rock stars of, and everyone is looking what they are doing because they were the first. And we start to see uh, companies like Dish in the US that are following the same trend. And we start to see other companies in Europe so this could be a big thing for us. Excellent. And you know, let me ask you one more question. This might be the hardest one, uh, but if you had to name one thing that you're most excited about, what would that be? So I think you know when you are investing in technology for so many years and you are envisioning that something is uh, going to happen, I think that the fact that 5G embraced the cloud technology, which is was the company vision and where I personally betted and put my resources and, uh, and uh, funds, uh, to see that 5G is really gaining, gaining momentum and to see that it's going to be implemented on virtualization technology, this is really amazing. To see telecom industry that I'm being part of in the last 20 years revolutionize so dramatically from being uh, appliance box-based uh, traditional technology to really something software and cloud native, it's really amazing. Excellent. All right. Well, Eli, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on to us. Tell us about the company. I, I see a handful of people in the chat who were not familiar with you, but before this, um, and that's what we try to do here. We try to bring people interesting companies. So, so I re really appreciate all the time today. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. All right. Uh, how about that one, producer AB? Hey, that's a pretty cool company. You know, that space is growing and well, you know, there's a few different 5G plays. I know you have your favorite one. 
Yep, Insego take our INSG. Yep. Not we haven't talked about Insego in a while. We're, we're gonna we'll have to do that one. Probably not today. We have too many other dang tickers moving today. How do I sound, by the way? Good. It's fine. Okay. It's a little. It's a little not. It's not great. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> There's some background noise. Um. But all right. Can we just? Can we just? Jump! All right, there's two elephants in the room. Okay, producer AB. I know. Let, let's jump straight to them. I'm gonna uh, share my screen. The first one is guys, YouTube.com. That's what you're watching this on. Okay, it's, it's YouTube.com. There's this thumb. It looks like this. See, look at that. I even got the angle right. Press that. It probably looks gray on your screen right now. Press it. Make make it turn blue. There we go. Let's run those numbers up. There's elephant number one in the room. Uh, what, what's elephant number two? My Uber calls. Nope, not looking not too hot. Oh. Ford's up seven and a half percent again. Dude, are you kidding me? Is Let's Ford go. Ford's up seven percent a day now. It's, it's a small cap stock. Let's Spencer go. Israel always always likes to buy penny stocks so he can get those seven percent moves. Chirping me in the background here. All right, dude. Look at this two-day chart of Ford. Let's let's keep zooming it out. All right, let's look at the one-month chart of Ford. I sold my Ford, and I'm very upset. It's at fifteen dollars, Spencer. It's a five and a half year high. When we make our 2021 picks of the year, we have a lot of conviction in those picks. Oh, we're getting a chart error. Can you can you load up your 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 charts, producer AB? Yeah. You can can you throw us a chart of Ford, or let me do the advanced charts and Benzinga Pro. That might do it. I'm, I'm pulling up in All right, boom. There it is. Daily right. candles. Here, here are the dailies on it. We're, we're back the past couple months. Yeah, these are some gappers. Those One, some gappers. two, three, six, seven percent days in Ford. Let's go. Refined Warrior. I love Refined Warrior. Was every Ford tweet she sees, she tags me, and it's amazing. So, That's so, beautiful. so. All right. Let, 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 let's talk about how how we're playing this one. Um, we're, we're going to take advantage of some of the momentum producer AB, uh, and we're going to continue our call lesson for, for anybody who, who doesn't know, uh, it, this deserves a like Ford was the 2021 stock of the year, but every year we, we make one call like that. Um, you know, we got eight fifty to 15 bucks now. So we're, we're, we're getting closer to that hundred percent and on a mega cap stock. I mean, it's significant. Um, the other thing that we're doing this week. Is we're, is we're doing options. We're, we're doing our option, our live options trades, our options lessons. Um, so 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 Ford is going to be a candidate. All right, we're we're going to sell some calls against this Ford position. Yes, Cameron in the chat knows what's up. It's a perfect time to sell a call right before I said it. I'm actually just just whatever Cameron says. You know, I just sense it and then say it out loud. Um, but but all right, Let, let's talk about how how we're playing this one first on the stock side. Um, I mean, when I see a chart that looks like this, and I'm going to zoom in, let, let, let's go to 15-minute candles here. So here are 15-minute candles, and we'll look back over the past couple of days. I mean, obviously, there's strength in the chart, right? We have a new high that we're, that we're right around. It's, it, it, we, we popped that, that 15 bucks. Um, when, when, when I have these strong charts like this, uh, I, I, I let the thing keep going, right? I mean, we, we could have said, okay, the high was, you know, let's zoom it out. We, we saw strength, though we zoomed out too much now. Uh, but we could have said the high was, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago. That's why I always let, let my runners run. Um, but let's also take advantage of of what we can do with options. Does that sound good, Producer AB? Yeah, I mean, as you know, I'm still kind of learning the different option strategies and what we can do. 
Um, so let me be the guy that slows things down for once. Um, if you're buying calls, you're long the stock. Selling calls, you're uh, short the not short the stock, but synthetically short the stock. I wonder correct? if I save that option file. If not, that would be a bummer. Remember we made that option file yesterday? Yeah, the spreadsheet that had the... Uh... Yeah, all right, we might have lost it. We might have to start over. Hmm. It's not there. All right, ask your question again. So buying a call, you're yep. obviously long the stock. But okay. selling a call, you're opposite. You're synthetically short. Correct. You're synthetically short the stock. All right, we're gonna we're gonna have to to start with the new Excel sheet. So if you're selling calls on Ford, is that just because you are? It's already a big position in your portfolio, and you're kind of hedging your portfolio a little bit. Yeah, well, let's, we're gonna walk through the thinking. So all right, we're we're cracking open the spreadsheet, producer AB. Let's get it up here on the screen, guys. If you are just joining us, we're talking about Ford, big winner that that a lot of us have in our portfolios, and we're doing our option lesson at the same time. Uh, so, so we're gonna have this the stock. Let's just lay that out there. Is Ford? Uh, give me a current price on it. The current price of the stock. Current price of Ford is fourteen ninety four. All right, fourteen ninety four. Uh, and then we're going to be let's call this selling calls. Uh, so we are going to need to identify. We're going to need our strike. We're going to need our date. We're going to need our cost of the option. Um, and then we'll say scenario one and we'll do a scenario two. All right. So now we have it set up. All right. So, so, so the stock's at 15 bucks. If, if we go back and we look at the Ford chart to identify a strike price that we want to sell calls at, it's going to be a little bit tough to do because... We, we don't have a whole ton of history to go off of. I mean, we're talking about a five-year high, right? It's not like there's a precedent where we can say, hey, the stock runs into trouble at this price level or anything along those lines. All right. Um, right, we're getting in kind of uncharted territory here, or yeah. at least recently. Yeah. So so let's pull up the option chain, and, and, and let, let's just get a sense of what the pricing looks like on the option chain. Where's my ticker F? There it is. All righty. And guys, if we're, so so today we're doing selling options. Yesterday we did buying calls and puts. We're going to check in on those in a minute too. Um, all right, let, we we can look twenty two days out. We're gonna get maybe some decent money for that. We're at fifteen. What if we look eight days out? If we look out to next week, fifteen we're and a look half, maybe sixteen. Yeah. I mean, these strikes aren't great. We're going way up. Okay. So, but the so the only downside to going way up is that you'll be collecting less of a premium. Correct. All right, we're 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 gonna we're gonna go up. So so we're looking at next Friday. So so we're looking at June. It's sort of tough when the stock has this much momentum. So Maybe two weeks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take two weeks on it. Let's see where these prices are coming in. So from fifteen dollars, sixteen and a half would be exactly a ten percent gain because ten percent of fifteen is a dollar fifty. Um, add that to fifteen, you get sixteen and a half. So the question is just do you you. I'm gonna do, do the seventeens on June eleventh, twenty twenty one. Okay, so that's basically saying you you don't you're betting that Ford is not gonna go up more than twelve thirteen percent before next Friday. Or no, this is not next Friday, June. 
So how much? Let, let's just get it. What a quick percentage move on this is. So we're gonna go uh, that minus that divided by that. It's gonna be about seventeen. Fourteen percent. Fourteen percent. All right, and and the cost of the option, or rather, in this case, it's going to be what we're selling the option for. Because again, we're selling calls are are, are going to be twenty cents. All right, so 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 that's what we're doing. So so let let's talk through what's about to happen. We we are about to sell calls again. So we're not going to do the whole stock position, but we're going to sell calls against part of our stock position. This this is we're talking two weeks out uh, in Ford at the $17 strike, okay? The stock is at $15 right now, one five. We're selling the calls at 17. So, so here's what's about to happen. Uh, we are about to get 20 cents per share of, for, for the calls that we're selling added to our account right away, okay? Each option contract represents 100 shares. So we take that 20 cents times 100, we get 20 bucks, all right? Um, we, we're going to do that on, on two contracts because we're only going to do this for, for part of our forward position. So we're going to get 40 bucks added to our account right away. And guys out there in Zinger Nation, just real quick, do us a favor, smash that like, share this stream. You know, we're out here every day giving trade ideas. Most of the time, pretty good. Sometimes. There we go. You know, like my Uber call yesterday might not be great, but that doesn't mean you can't share the stream with your friends. You can... Throw it in the chat. You can dog us if we give a, if we give a bad pick, but most of the time, like I said, not the case. There we go. So all right. So 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 we just sold the two calls, right? That represents two hundred shares. We we got forty dollars credited to our account right away. So so I the, the look at the the order is filled. I'm now forty dollars richer. Okay. Whenever you're getting money like this, there's some risk that you're taking up. And, and he, here's what that risk is. And we'll do scenario one. So so it's going to be Ford is going to be over 17 on June. We're going to just simplify a little bit on June 11th. Okay. So in the situation where Ford is over $17 on June 11th, because again, we picked the $17 strike, I have to sell 200 of my Ford shares for $17. And, and why am I happy to do that? The stock's at 15 bucks right now. If I have to sell 200 shares, 14% higher within the next two weeks, and I'm getting paid 40 bucks to, to take on that risk, great. I will I'll take it all day. That's why I love selling calls, especially around my core positions. Um, so so, so there, there's scenario one, Ford over 17. I have to sell 200 shares. We did two contracts for 17 bucks, all right? So, so there's scenario one. Okay, let, let's talk about scenario two. Ford is under 17 on June 11th, okay? What does that mean? I keep the, let's add into here, collect 40 for selling two contracts at 20 cents. Um, right, so, so this happens in both scenarios. I'm always collecting the $40. The other thing that's going to happen is that I keep the 40 bucks. All right, so, so, so let's walk through it again. We own shares of Ford. We sold the $17 strike uh, calls against those shares of Ford. If Ford is over that $17 strike on June, June 11th, 
I have to sell 200 of my Ford shares for 17 bucks. If Ford is under $17 on June 11th, I just keep the 40 bucks I got paid for selling the contracts and, and I walk away with the money. Does that make sense, producer AB? So again, we're getting 40 bucks today. We're, we're taking that risk on. We have to sell our shares for a higher price at some point in the future. Boom, I will take that risk all day. So own the long calls in Ford, right? The, those long calls are money, but as an aside. Yeah, those are those have been up. What are they up now? Like 50%? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We, it might take us a second to find them. Uh-oh. But the, the calls are <laughs> the, the calls are way up, all right? Um no, so I, I was just going to slow things down for one more second. The calls aren't up 50%. The calls are up 350% maybe. Oh. Wow. No, I was going to slow things down real quick cuz as you know, I'm still learning the different option strategies. So, it, under scenario 1, right say ford is twenty dollars the downside for to for you in that scenario ford's at twenty dollars is you're selling the stock for seventeen dollars so 200 shares would be six hundred dollars less than market value that you'd be selling the shares at so you'd be taking on that six hundred dollars essentially yep exactly if ford was participating in those games if ford was at twenty dollars and 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 here here's the other thing that that's nice uh, uh, about selling calls, right? We're doing this two weeks out. We're, we're, get, we're getting that, that 40 bucks. We, we can do this every two weeks, right? You, you can sell them constantly. So, so if we're getting 40 bucks every two weeks, so that's $80 a month. Over the course of a year, you get paid $1,000 to own the stock and maybe have to sell your shares at a higher price than what they're trading at right now. So if you have a stock that you think that you're pretty comfortable, it's not going to go up a lot or, or, you know, whatever, then you can be consistently doing this every two weeks. And conversely, um, if you have a stock that you think is going to be consistently going up, you can do the same, but selling puts. Is that correct? Y- yep, I- exactly. Okay. So you're, a good, you're a good teacher, Luke. I'm, I'm starting to learn this a little bit. There we go, producer AB. So, 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 so yesterday uh, we did buying calls, buying puts. Today we did selling calls. Tomorrow we are going to round out options week with selling puts, and I'm going to find that file for for the the options that we purchased yesterday. Let's do it. All right, let, let's grab some tickers out of the chat. There, there there there's some good ones in here. Ruel, our good friend Ruel, is throwing an AMC. Let's start with AMC, guys. If you have other tickers for us to take a look at, drop them in there. AMC on the major rip rip. Here's daily chart looking way back. Let's pull this down to a to a minute chart. Uh, man, so we're getting is, some wonky. Charts. This is every day the past three days that AMC's legged up like 15 percent. And I looked to my man Randy on go. Tuesday, and I said, "Hey Randy, should I buy some AMC calls right now?" And you know what he said? What? He said, "If you want." <laughs> and that means he didn't. And I didn't. So there's AMC. Obviously, we, we have a couple highs right in here. Chart is strong. If I'm in this one, I would let it ride. I'm not in it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll drop this one out to the chat. I, I want to see. Do you guys like AMC right here? We're at, we're at 2280. You have to pick one way or another. There's no abstaining. You're not sitting out. You're not a you know a neutral country in World War II. You're picking a side. You either like AMC with the one or you don't like it for the two. Let's go. No Switzerland. <laughs> No Switzerland's in the chat. No Switzerland's in the chat. What uh, about if we wanted to sell like some puts, like eighteen? You know, because there's so much short interest on this stock. 
We're selling puts tomorrow, okay? Oh yeah, I forgot. That's our that's our lesson for tomorrow. We're selling puts tomorrow. You know, right? wait, Luke. I saw a funny tweet about AMC last night. It said, AMC's uh, market cap is now 17 times higher than it was in 2020, right before COVID, like completely destroyed their business. So COVID comes through, ransacks AMC's business, and now the market cap is 17 times higher than it was. Coming to the charge, baby. <laughs> we are letting it ride. Everybody likes AMC. Okay. All right, there we go. Let's grab some other ones. SWBI. I don't know this one. Do you? SW. Oh, duh. It's Smith & Wesson. We, we know this one. That's a gun maker. Bang, Good bang. Stocks. Here's my commentary on the gun stocks. And this is coming from, I'm zooming out 10 years. Okay, this is coming from somebody like I, I've never really traded or studied these stocks deeply, but of course I'm a stock market news junkie. I'm always in the stock market news. The comment that I have on gun stocks is, is that there's always seems to be a gun and in, in ammo shortage. Like, like uh, maybe I don't know how long you've been following the market, AB, but it's like three times a year. There's like everybody's like, oh my god, there's a gun shortage. There's an ammo shortage. The gun stocks are gonna go crazy. I feel like there's always a, a gun and ammo shortage. This is 10 years back. I'm not going further back on this, okay? Um, uh, so, so I don't know. I, I've never really gotten into these stocks. No no reason not to. It, it just never a, a ton of natural interest. Yeah, we um, talked about uh, BGFV yesterday, which is another gun. Jason? Um, I, I know we okay. talked about it on Get Technical. I don't know if it, if it was when Jason was on Got here. It, okay. But... Um, BGV or FV, yeah, it's another gunplay because it's a sporting Big goods five. store. That here's the daily candles. Yeah, that's nice. And that's I, nice. yeah, I think I think these plays are just already kind of priced in, played out. I'm not gonna get in any gunplays at this point. Um, and yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there was a lot of kind of political worry with you know new administration. A lot of people went out and bought guns in the case that some guns weren't gonna be available, and I don't think we're gonna see that happen. So. Who knows? But like I said, I think this stuff is priced in. I think the gunplay, it's played out. But it'll be interesting to watch Smith & Wesson as well as some of these other. All right, Tilray, another favorite of the chat. God, we are getting some wonky charts. Didn't Tilray get scooped up? Am I wrong about that? In a mer No, they did have a merger, but they didn't get bought. Okay. I mean, let's see if we can zoom this chart out. I mean, it, it went... I'm here. Fuck freaking wild. As wild as it can go. What's up, Jason? What about POW? P-O-W-W. POW. Is that another gunplay? I mean, I literally printed money for POW. Oh, my God. Is that is that 23? No way. No, 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 no. Seven. Oh, I would have flipped my shit. Oh, my God. Um, here, here's my thing about the gun stocks. T tell me if you agree with this, Jason, as somebody who's been like, like in financial news and awareness for a while. Uh, I feel like every six months... The, the world is coming out and saying, there's an ammo shortage. There's a gun shortage. You got to buy gun stocks. I feel like every year there's a wave of, yes. gun, right? Yes. I, I mean, it someone, happens nonstop. Someone must have so much storage. The best trick was to buy oil when it was so low and, and literally stored it in my pool in my backyard because now I'm just selling oil outside my house and making a ton of money, Luke. It's fucking sick. Like, literally... It's the best thing um, yes. that, that, I, that I've seen, you know? Yep. Um, that is the sickest move that there is. So right. Yes. The oil pool is awesome. The oil pool is awesome. Thank you. I know. It smells my house, but it, it's it's awesome. So then, uh, like... You just got to make sure the kids aren't playing with matches. Yeah, that's 
yeah, that's that's true, you know. Um, we got somebody in the chat saying Pow was a Chris Catchy pick at three dollars. What was three dollars? Chris is saying he called it at three dollars. Oh, really? See, see, like, like, yeah, people in the chat are like hating a little bit on my gun thing, but again, I like, I've just, I'm a stock market news junkie and have been for a long time. And it's just every year there's some run on guns and run on ammo that everybody's like, you can't buy ammo anywhere. The gun stocks are going to go crazy. And, you know, they just sort of hang out. That's my opinion. Okay. Yeah. I am. Okay. You got to go and do that that proposal. I know. I've been waiting. It's like, I was know, a four minutes, minutes late. Minutes. Four minutes late. You six ever been minutes, four minutes late? Six minutes. Oh, fine. Okay. Fine. All right. Have fun, guys. I'm going to get back to building. Happy trading. Jason, look at your forward position. It is running and gunning. Plus, we had Acorns. We've talked about our brokerage thesis. That's why we had the Tiger and the Voyager. Wait, what's now, Acorns? Gonna... What? Uh, don't don't we have that uh, uh, SPAC merger? Talk to me. I don't know what the freak you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay, all right. I was going to send this to you, but I figured you're already on top of it. I'm Acorns not... going public in a SPAC deal. Shut up. I didn't know. Is it the Bill Ackman one? Uh, no, it is. Uh, let me get a ticker for you. If anybody in the chat knows the ticker, drop the ticker in there. Um, let's see. Pioneer Merger Core. Let's wow. see if we can search this. Pioneer. Uh, uh, no, look, you got to go. Go do your thing with Patrick, okay? Okay. All right, there it is. Boom. But, but, that, but I mean, again, it, it, we, we own all the brokerage stocks because the space is hot. That's why you have the Schwabs. The yeah, Edwards, that's, why you, that's, why you the, that's why you own the Benzinga ETF and the Zynga coin. What happened? What happened to Jonathan Mallard, or not Mallard, John, John Jonathan G. Mallard's uh, out too. In Vegas. And then the Zynga coin that John G was going to create. He's not here. He's on. And Logan. Logan disappeared on me. I don't even know where that Logan guy went. Yeah, he's not here either. None of these guys are here. I don't know what happens. Like, sit in your seat. Why don't you? You know, they just mosey on on. I ordered food for the office too. I got like $400 in food for the uh, lunch. And, um, and they're all gone. So whatever. I mean, I was trying to see if, if I got food that made their life easier. They're not here, so I won't do food again, I guess. Um, that's just life. That's just life on the, in the fast lane. So, guys, what up? Like, we haven't had time to talk directly in, in a long time. We really haven't. And I finally got um, Luke off the show for a little bit. Got myself here. And, you know, I know I share accounts. I want to say Happy New Year. AQMS is moving today. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. Oh, wait, someone in the chat just wrote about it. Nate Miller, AQMS. Why is AQMS up so much today? What is the reason? Like, what, like why do you think AQMS is up so much? Um, so I've owned that for a while. Why is AQMS up so much today? Um, right. Okay, so let's see what he says. Um, and I'll find that out in, in a second. But... um. Yeah, Jason, show the port today, the portfolio. I will show the portfolio. That's fine. Absolutely. No no problem. But AQMS, I'm trying to get the news desk to answer, um, and I don't have an answer for that. Um, and it's it's nice to be able to sit here one-on-one with you guys to talk to you about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So Aaron Bree is in town talking to us, like, in our office. You know, we're considering hiring him full-time, but we're, we don't know. He was on this two-month trial so he's coming in person he's looking very nice and dapper today um aaron thomas is off today but um 
you know, what I would say is there's a lot of trades. Luke talked about them yesterday. Uh, Brent wrote back on AQMS. Bert's here. Bert is one of the developers of Benzinga. Uh, we checking now, he says. I am live on show. That was Bert behind us. Okay. Um, all right. So let's just talk about life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. So I started Benzinga in my basement in 2010, 2009, 2010. Lots of anxiety, lots of stress, lots of mental health stuff, you know, and, you know, whatever you're doing in life, just know tough people last, not problems. So, like, you know, um, what do they say? This too shall pass. This too shall pass. Um, you know, why does Martin not move up when you have, okay. Um, you, it does not move up because the market doesn't want it to move up right now. There'll be a day when it goes up because dividends and stuff that will be there. It'll make sense. People won't own it, but not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Hold on one second. I got to find my mouse to move the thing. Where I can't find my mouse. What the heck is going on here? There it is. All right. Let me go back and put this here. Okay. So TTCF breaking out. You own my portfolio. That's the guys behind, but they're all yeah, trials and tribulations. How are you? How is your mental health today? If if you're struggling, press two. If you're all good, press one. We can talk about it for a minute as I open up my account. Um, one second. Here we go. If you're struggling, press two. Uh, if you're good, press one. Or don't press it all if you're just shy. He says there's some social interest in the stock, but do not see any fundamental reason to push stock higher. 260 was a resistance level on AQMS. When the stock broke above that level, we can reach out to company and ask if they know what's going on. Okay. So, two, just a lot of stress. Okay. So, I'm going to tell Brent what you said, Nick. No, July call options, AQMS for bio. One guy in chat on show says all right so let's let's talk let's talk um you couldn't hear me what do you mean you couldn't hear me um all right so bk and um juan and cameron we're here for you if you want to come on the show and to discuss it but just remember tough people you're meant to overcome those obstacles um and i can tell you more about my career and stuff um everyone runs into their issues but you're going to overcome them juan i promise so just talk it out with us if you want to we're always here for you so i'm going to share my portfolio real quick with you guys and i don't share my portfolio to brag or for you guys to make fun of me i share to show that we're all we all do things a little bit different and a little bit the same and um and so, I don't know. You're about, um, so, and, um, you know, and so that's why I share it. That's it. Like, I, I, I think it's helpful to see. This is the one that I trade. I have, a, I have another portfolio that I don't trade. It's kind of like my long-term portfolio. So, let me just hit share my screen. And um, if you have any questions about hiring here or we're developers or you know coming to impact outcome even if not at benzinga somewhere else you want to go to 
um, you know, then let me know and I can tell you how to get a job places. I can, I think I can all, if someone wants to get a job somewhere, I believe I could always help teach how to get a job. So, or I don't even call it a job, an opportunity that you weren't once given. That's what I would say. So, um, here's my account and we'll go back to mental health in a second. Uh, thank you for the feedback. Um, thank you for the feedback. All right. Brent is calling AQMS right now. Oh, Andre, we always need a graphic designer, but we don't look for people that just want a job. We want someone that's totally dedicated. Nate Miller, then do the research. Chris made his job here. He did the research and showed us what he can do. There's, you don't have to send us a long email. Just show us what you can do. If you're a designer, Andre, go redesign our front page. Show us what you can do. Bert David would hire you yesterday. Um, you know what's, what's AQMS? It's a metals play. Um, it's up twenty you know, percent your or eighteen percent your portfolio. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's up eighteen percent. I'm gonna tell Brent to call him up eighteen percent. Are we gonna do a why is it moving article on it? Reach out. You 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 probably won't. Will you write to the content Slack and tell him to do one. Yeah, I will right now. I was gonna pull up the chart in Benzinga Pro too. Okay. Um. All right. So that's the story. Here's what I have. Um. This is what I have. The Tesla. Tesla come back up work. I guess I can make it bigger so you guys can see. Um. Okay, I got my charts too. If we want to. Uh... Brent has uh, news desk. Brett has reached out to the company. Thank you, news desk. Brent. It, it recycles batteries. Ford taken off. I mean, look, look at this Ford. I mean, I have such a little amount of Ford left. Hey, Randy. How are you staying up right now? AQMS is up 18% today. You have no story on it. Come on over here, Randy. Come on over here, you son of a gun. Brent, uh, I mean, Randy, are you coming over here or what? Randy. This is Randy. He he works on the news desk. We want to know why AQMS is up twenty freaking percent, my man. Hi, Randy. Randy, come back. <laughs> Randy, how old are you? Twenty-three. You're twenty-three. Where are you from? Uh, is that where you were born? No, I was born at uh, Henry Ford. Uh, so in Royal, so you're born in Michigan, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you have any siblings? Did you know about the stock market before joining Benzinga? Yes. Did you know about it a lot or a little? Uh, barely. He says barely. So now that you're here, are you sick of the stock market? Do you like it more? Tell us the truth, Randy. I love the stock market. You do love the stock market. He loves it. So how do you like building that Benzinga? He says he loves it, but he's saying it to me. And I'm, and he, I mean, he's my chief boss, Randy. For, but for Zinger Nation out there that doesn't know Randy, Randy's the first one in the office, like every day. Ra for Zinger Nation doesn't know Randy, Randy is typically the first person in the typically. office. Some days he's not, but he is a committed guy. If you don't, if you know Randy or don't know Randy, you should get to know him and send money to his Venmo. What's your Venmo account? Randy Dash. Randy Dash. I don't know what the heck he said. <laughs> Randy Dash that is his Venmo account. Send him 50 bucks. The guy gets in early. Let's get ten people to send fifty bucks and get him five hundred bucks right now. That would be amazing. So that's that's for Randy. He's a good man. He's a good man. Hey, did the Randy? Did the food ever come? Yeah, it's in the kitchen. 
Oh, it's there. No one tells me. I'm the one who orders it and spends all the money. No one so tells me. So someone posted it in Slack. I think Rohan posted it in okay, Slack. Okay, I don't live on Slack every second of my <laughs> life. Um, but, you know, so you don't want to get into drama. You want to enjoy life. Food. Oh, now he posted Zoltan. Um, you have a guest coming on in a little bit? Yeah, so we have uh, eSports Entertainment CEO Grant Johnson joining us with Matt O'Brien, who's a VP at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, so I should send this, this the link to mr gilbert right now then shouldn't i yeah i think mr gilbert's involved in the cavaliers organization right correct oh my god do you live under a rock <laughs> i'm kidding no you must live under a rock like when did you what rock are you coming from so um so will you talk about that before we bring them on a little bit with the, the, the new will you read the press release a little bit from yesterday so yeah, i can educate so I, the viewers yeah i have it i have it up right now actually so basically they just announced a deal um, I'm gonna. We're gonna get more details from them, but esports entertainment will be a new sponsor for the Cavaliers. So they'll get courtside. Just read the show the press release from Benzinga. Show it up, Rand. Show it up. Come on. Oh, from Benzinga. Well, I have it pulled up on on straight from the Cavaliers website. That's that fine. Okay? I don't care. I'm not biased. And who do we have on from the Cavs coming? Matt O'Brien. He's here in the studio. We'll bring him on in a minute once we get Grant Johnson. He's here in the studio. Yes, like, sir. Like in our office. Like no, where you're... in the uh, virtual studio. Oh my God! Can you get? You're confusing me. I was just saying, I'm texting Mr. Gilbert to turn on the thing, and I'm giving information. I said, "Oh, he's here locally in Detroit." But what is okay. This no, um, okay. So essentially, well, let me see if I can zoom in a little bit. Esports Entertainment Group and the NBA's Cleveland Cavaliers have come together in announcing a multi-year partnership that sees EEG become the team's esports tournament platform provider. As part of the multi-year deal, EEG will facilitate three co-branded tournaments annually for the Cavaliers, utilizing its esports gaming league platform. Financial details of the partnership, partnership were not released. Well, hopefully we can get some exclusive details on the deal. Um, so I'm curious about, obviously, with, with NBA 2K, how they're going to integrate that game and any esports uh, tournaments they're doing at the stadium, as well as you know, just hosting. All big... right. So, are they both here? No, I don't see Mr. Johnson yet. I like how you're so formal, with Mr. Johnson. So, will you will you have one of your producers reach out? Yes. Because he's supposed to be on at twelve fifty. Is that Our right? On correct. Okay, cool. If not, so... I'll bring I'll bring Matt on. Yeah, I can bring Matt on. Matt's I can talk sports with him. I'm good yeah. at that. So let me do the mute. Let me do the music, and you can go. You can go track your person down. Hold on, hold on. I don't know if Mr. Gilbert saw my text yet. Let's see. I sent it to Grant too, but we'll see. Okay. Did you hold make on. sure not to use pronouns? I try not to use pronouns. If I use pronouns, Mr. Gilbert will be very upset with me, and I'll get yelled at. So that's just what I have to do. Hold on, okay. You go. Go track down Mr. Johnson. All right, Matt, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. How are you? How are you? Thank you for coming on. I know we're waiting for um, eSports Entertainment person. Uh, producer. Waiting for Grant. Is that, yeah, Aaron's going to, Aaron's tracking him down. So that's what Aaron does. Oh, he just got it from his seat. Hopefully he's still tracking him down. But uh, I take it you're in Cleveland. I, I am in Cleveland. Uh, working the home office today, typically actually spend many days in the, the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, but okay. uh, 
today, uh, like yep. many, out of a home office. Yep, I was there this year for um, a game. Oh, they made a nice graphic of you guys. I see this for the preview of the show. It's a nice GMBL Cleveland Cavs Cavaliers graphic. But so um, we'll get to that. We'll get to the eSports Entertainment, the Cavs, in a second. But one thing I wanted to say, how, how, how this season, I know the record wasn't what you guys wanted, but how'd it go with COVID? I know you guys at the end had some – I was at a game with uh, – I took a – my flag football team to a game, but how, 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 what would you have to say? How has it been this year with COVID? Look, we're just, uh, we're thrilled to get work our way through the season. Like, uh, just can't thank the fan base enough for, for helping us, uh, follow the protocols and do what we can to get people in the venue and uh, in cooperation with the state and city officials and the league, there was a, there was a lot of uh, additional layers, like uh, many other businesses had to work through. But uh, we're excited we did, and um, uh, all in all, it was a, a really successful season. Yep, and I mean, it's you could see things are getting back to normal. So, um, you know, we'll see. You know, next year it should be exciting. You get some draft picks and some trades. You got a young team. Should be exciting, right? Yep, for sure. Uh, for sure. We got a great young core. Um, and, uh, you know, Kobe and group are working hard on on, on where to go next. And, yep. Um, yep. and so that's we're, cool. we're excited. You know, offseason brings, brews optimism. And uh, um, we're excited to see where it goes. And that's Kobe Altman. Um, yeah. And so you guys, you guys. I know we're talking about this GMBL and esports entertainment. Before we do that, you are also in the e-gaming business too, right? We, uh, we, we are not in the e we're, – we're in esports, yes. Esports. I said e-gaming. I meant yes, esports. Absolutely. We're in esports with, uh, uh, with the NBA 2K League for sure. Yeah, and how has that, that been so far? Look, we're, we're, we're off and running for this season. You think about everything we went through with the pandemic. The NBA 2K League uh, played through. Right, digital league played through. Um, we're uh, uh, we're super excited with the roster we have this year. Uh, we look, we came out of the first uh, opening tournament with a few bumps, but uh, um, you know, Ave Maria, one of our our, our newest uh, our newest additions to the roster, uh, was a little slow to get to the team coming in from Spain. Um, and so give him a few chances to practice with his teammates and we feel great. Um, okay. Gotcha. And so going from esports, now <laughs> you have this thing with esports entertainment. I don't know where Grant. Okay. So we'll, I'm pausing, but tell us more about what you're seeing in this and what made you pursue this, uh, uh, deal with esports entertainment. Um, so, uh, look, many of our NBA fan base um, uh, in their free time is gaming. Like the NBA 2K League was built for a reason because the overlap in audiences is is proven in there. And so for the if you think about it, the dynamic that the NBA was the first league to come out and run their own shoulder esports league, a deal like this is like perfect for us. One that can uh, bridge our two brands and we can provide uh, value with two different organizations to them uh, and sort of activate fan bases from the, the uh, Cavs Legion fan base and the Cavs NBA fan base. 
And so this this was like a perfect match for us. Yeah. And so how to do this kind of deal, how long does it take from like when you guys had the first phone call, Matt, to like announcing it? And yeah, that's my first question. You know, all of these take some time and patience. Uh, We're uh, we probably started uh, six, eight months ago Um, and just a lot of getting to know each other understand how you're doing businesses, goals, and that sort of thing. Um, and so um, I would say um, while we, I think both of us sort of knew this is this is something great, uh, there's something here. Uh, it just, uh, I, I have an appreciation for uh, the ability to slow it down just a little bit and make sure we're, we're, we're saying the same things before we get it done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially with this new uh, breed of technology. And um, I, Aaron's still trying to find where Grant is, but <laughs> so we'll see. It's like, where in the world is Carmen Sandy? Where in the world is he? That's where okay. is he? So what, what do you, like, do you guys know what this deal means? Like what you're hoping for it to bring to uh, your, you know, guests, customers, mm-hmm. um, audience? We, we, we do. Uh, and so we have not activated our fan base in a way, the NBA fan base, specifically with their own tournament esports tournaments as of today we've certainly done that on the legion side uh the Cavs legion uh we've had uh nba 2k tournaments uh locally and statewide and but we haven't we haven't had the opportunity to take that same concept and drape it over the Cavs business where you know the fan base is 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 far bigger at the moment and so um that's the plan right is 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 it's it, the beauty of the deal is it's quite simple. We we want to run some tournaments. Um, there's there's some opportunity to introduce other folks to um, the EGL brand and introduce them to the other folks that other uh, parts of their business that they focus on. But really, for us, it's about engaging with a fan base and getting them the opportunity to literally play video games together. Haven't done it yet. It seems crazy that we've come this far. We haven't actually structured our own tournaments. Um, and so this is this is how we got to here. All right. No, that's exciting. I got a special surprise for you, Matt. Special surprise. Hold on. Hold on. Hold your horses. One second. All right, uh, Grant. Grant, <laughs> what is going on over there, Grant? Where have you been? Where, what what happened? Well, there's we, always lots we, of things going on here. I'm sorry, fellas. My we mistake, we, Matt. How are you? We were I'm worried good. sick. We were worried sick about you, boss. <laughs> um, so, so you heard Matt's uh, response about you know it's crazy that the you know your guy, the Cavs guests can't play games together, and that's where GMBL or esports entertainment comes in. Can you? Tell us a little bit why you're excited to announce this big um, deal with the Cavs and uh, what the future holds for that. Uh, Well, there's a lot of reasons why. And, of course, Matt and I have been in discussions for many months now and and pulling this together. And I apologize. My green screen is looking pretty shabby here right now. It's (laughs) shifted onto the new uh, technical platform as uh, is causing some some graphic challenge, it seems. I know. I, uh, I, I I know you want to fix that like immediately. You're like so annoyed right now. It's You're so annoyed crazy. with someone right now. It's, I know. I know. So, crazy. Um, well, well, the, the Cavs. You know, just to get back to your question, I mean, clearly having our our first NBA uh, 
team on our platform is extremely excited, of course. Being there's only one first, right? And, and it, it, we're, we're happy to be partnering with the, the Cavs. Uh, we're taking a special interest in the state of Ohio. Uh, we've been in discussions at money levels with the government as to next steps for esports in the state, uh, esports wagering in the state, a whole bunch of different elements. So to have a big partner like the Cavs as a as a premium first step is is huge for us as a company. And you know, as a fan base for an NBA team, I mean, it's it's huge. It's bigger than actually most of the fan bases in the NFL, which is saying something. So it's you know, it's it's a, to use a horse race analogy, it's a trifecta for us. It's 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 a great relationship, and for all the for all the above reasons. And I, I've got to update my screen because I have to get them up here. Of course, I need to get that logo up here. <laughs> yeah, and the Cavs logo is pretty sweet, actually. It's exactly. Sweet. Yes. It's a, they have, they've redone the floor a few times. It's a pretty sweet floor. So, um, how quickly could Cavs fan fans? Be, have this experience like how quickly could this go in place is it something that could be like six months from now three months from now a year from now oh it'll be it'll be closer to that three months than, than six months really the onboarding teams are now in discussion it really just comes down to how fast we can mobilize the marketing side to you know get the, get the fans up to speed the platform exists so technically we can run it tomorrow Got it. Uh, realistically to make sure it's a success we want to make sure we plan out exactly how we're going to approach the fans uh what they you know what the specific prizes are going to be and of course the team really the team is the, is our marketing partner the team it's their fans so we want to work obviously on the timeline that works best for the Cavs organization um absolutely now how has it been working with the uh the Cavs? like uh it's like a six-month process uh matt alluded to but like how how has it been uh, well, you know, COVID was a big you know, factor in that, of course, not being it. Normally, you, you could get together, you could work these things out fairly quickly. <laughs> I, I can say there was a, a few virtual events that were quite a lot of fun. And, and, uh, various, various tasting events that were, <laughs> were well worth the wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it has been a bit of a process. Because, of course, you know, you're dealing with uh, you know, premium franchises in, in leagues that have their own set of rules. And we have uh-huh. to comply with the guidelines there, and we have to uh, make sure that everybody is happy. The ownership structure of the Cavs, obviously, you know, the commercial elements are key to us as as a company, and then of course the league has to be, you know, happy as well. So there's there's sort of an outside third party that would contribute constantly to, to the conversation, and yep. generally everything went fairly smoothly. Albeit, I, I think Matt and I would both agree we we would have preferred to maybe get here a little quick, but we're here. We're here. Okay. Uh, one more question about this. Um, the Cavs are one of the first NBA teams you're working with on this. Uh, they're the first team to sign. Absolutely, not one. Of them. Wow. The first. So we have talked to other teams. Just the Cavs really embraced the concept. And wow. That's that's awesome. When I interviewed you guys last, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I maybe I did mention the Cavs. Did I? I like. I, I feel like I must have because I, I have a relationship <laughs> with the Cavs um, with the owner Dan Gilbert. And I've been to several, you know, just went. I was I was there when the Cavs beat Golden State in whatever year that was, two thousand something. I was there in the, for the championship, um, and holding that trophy. So I, I'm excited that you, this is the first deal that you guys launch. We're going to document it during the whole growth because Cavs are very. We're part of the family of companies. Cavs are part of that as well. So that's it's, it's very exciting that this is the first team that you announced a deal with, and I and I had no idea. So. 
I must have been <laughs> told things. I probably mentioned the Cavs, but I had no idea. It was and all subliminal. <laughs> well, potentially you you teed up the deal. We just didn't I, know. Exactly. I <laughs> bet you if you go. I mean, you could have sent me an email or something that says, hey, this is the great deal on the table. We just had them. I, I, 100%. I bet if you go four months ago, I mentioned calves. I I, had, I mean, it would make no sense if I did. I'm going to so. go back and search my emails. I, 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 well, no, in the video, I bet you I did. I, I bet, I'll bet you dollars to donuts that I did. So, um, so I, oh, so where's my commission? Where is my commission, Grant? Sorry. Come on, man. Sorry, right. my sound's going. Your, your sound went out. I know. So um, this is very exciting for GMBL, exciting for the Cavaliers. You guys are innovative and trying to be on the cutting edge of things and getting your community together. It makes no sense. You have 20,000 fans come to every game, and there should be stuff they can do together. It makes no sense. It's the power of communities. And GMBL is the – I call it the thing behind the thing. Um, the thing like, – that's what we are. We're a – you may look at this YouTube feed, but we're actually feeding this into like a, 10 different brokerage platforms. Like we're the thing behind the thing and GMBL is and the, the Cavs are the thing on the front end that people have such loyal, you know, loyal fans, zealots, zealots for the team. And now they get to go play, do commerce together and all those different things. So very exciting, Matt. Very excited, Grant. We're fine. We're Grant. We're so happy we found you. We had a search party. And so um, that was, um, you know. We're, we're, that's good, and you'll work on your background. Anything else you yeah. guys want to add in before uh, we send it to our next show? Well, just one more thing that I, I think you'll find interesting. We've already had some initial conversations with Matt's team about, hey, if we were going to put an esports venue uh, that the fans could go to during season, before games, off season, where would that be? And we've got a couple ideas. The, the Cavs organization has already presented some viable uh, locations, so stay tuned. All right. There's a tease there. When you when you have it, when you got the announcement, let's go. We don't need to do a press release. We can bounce <laughs> it here first. See, one thing is Benzinga is that we distribute to all those other sites. So if you tell us first, we'll make it big, okay? All right. So um, thank, thank you, Matt. Say hi to everyone over there. And uh, Grant, thanks for coming on again, and we'll be in touch soon. I look forward to it. Right, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. Okay, guys. So that was uh, Esports Entertainment with the Cleveland Cavaliers, a deal they announced with GMBL. Very exciting where the community can play games together, conduct commerce, a lot of different things. And the Cavaliers are on the cutting edge there. So very exciting. Um, cool stuff. Great show today. We got stock picks. We got ideas. We're going to hand it off to Get Technical. Um, and... Uh, and we'll go from there. Thank you, Neil. Take it over, buddy. Take it over. What do I have to do to pass it over to Neil? Aaron Bree, do you have that? Do you Let's have get that? ready to rumble! Information jam-packed show today. Peloton of 5%. What's up, Discipline Investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Raznick here with us. The man.